Imagine being Peter and the disciples, Andy, and Jesus is gone. What are you going to do? You've got your whole life ahead of you. You've, this, you've gone through this dramatic, traumatic event. You've seen Jesus get dead. Now you've seen him alive. He tells you as he leaves in Acts 1-8, go back into the city and wait on the power of the Wait on the Holy Spirit. Wait on the Holy Spirit. Well, what is that going to look like? Hello and welcome to another episode of the 30 Second Book Club podcast, a place for people who want to read more books and be in book clubs but don't really have time to do either. I take care of that for you. My name is Andy, talking this week with Sam Hunter. He's written a book about the Holy Spirit, and I don't know if you have a, t- a hard time kind of wrapping your mind around, okay, I'm supposed to have this power of the Holy Spirit in my life. What does that look like? Well, Sam takes a look at Peter's journey in the Bible and walks you step by step through it. So Sam, let's talk about what inspired you to write this book. Well, you know, Peter is, in my view, the, the, he's the perfect every man. We, every man can see themselves in Peter and how he stumbles along, how he's impetuous at times, how he speaks before he really thinks about what he's gonna say and yet the courage that comes along with Peter But in addition, because he is every man, Andy, I think the ladies that are reading this book will see themselves in him because we're all human. We're all the same. We're we have little differences in our, you know, the man versus the woman. But but Peter represents all of us. He is to me the perfect example of a human struggling and trying to understand what it's like to live with the Holy Spirit power that comes after Jesus has left him. And and isn't that what all of our journey is about? We, trying to live with this power that Jesus promised us, but it doesn't seem like many of us have that. And I, I love, uh, first off, I, I didn't know what it would be like to read the book with, from Peter's perspective, but it's very conversational. It's great. You just, you're immersed in this story. More than sometimes, I'll be honest, than when I'm actually just reading the Bible. I mean, it is you're just kind of going through Peter's life, and it's it's such a great uh, a great narrative. And and I don't know if if as you were going through this, was there anything that kind of stuck it stood out for you for you that maybe usually you don't pick up as you're just reading the Bible from Peter's story? Well, well, see, here's what I've learned, Andy, and here's why I think this reading this book is so helpful and so important. It, we read the scriptures and they are the scriptures are inspired and they speak to us and they are alive and breathing. And yet the writers of the scriptures do not take any effort to paint the picture, to give us the behind the scenes dialogue. I mean, we just we pretty much get the headlines, almost like postcard snapshots of what's going on. And I thought it would be so helpful to get inside. And, you know, we have Peter talking with John. We have Peter talking with Matthew and the other disciples. Even Paul comes into the story because we're following the story in Acts. And I thought it'd be so helpful to to get inside his mind. And I tell the men that I deal with in this 721 Ministries men's ministry, when you read the scripture, don't just read it like you're reading a newspaper. Stop, pause, put yourself in the scene. Imagine that you are actually having the conversation with Jesus, or imagine that you're standing alongside watching Jesus have this conversation and paint the picture in your mind so that it comes alive. And I felt like if I could get Peter's, his perspective, his viewpoint, his inner feelings, his confusion, his joy, his befuddlement, his his excitement, if I could capture that in a conversational narrative, which is what I, I think this book is. It's a it's biblical. It's based on scriptures. It primarily follows Peter and the other apostles as they go through the book of Acts. But we dip back into the Gospels to 
to remember certain things that happened with Jesus. And, and But I kept it as a conversational narrative because I think we learn better through conversations than we do just strict information. Yeah. And so in, in these conversations, there was just so much I highlighted in this. I, I think the interesting in the in closer to the beginning of the book, you talk about the only fact that matters. And, and what I'm what I'm trying to do in that situation, in that in that chapter is talk about all the other things that get us confused. But the only thing that matters is Jesus and Jesus's resurrection and then the power that he promised us after that. That one thing that Jesus kept kept hammering on, that one thing living in the kingdom of God, living within that kingdom and living with within that kingdom is living with the power of the Holy Spirit. So all the things that we get confused about and that we fuss with each other about and we have we have splits in the church and we argue about Jesus told Martha, Mary has the one thing, and that is me and what I'm trying to teach you. Now, uh, another thing that I, that stood out to me is you talked to, um, well, you know, in, in Peter's in Peter's narrative in the book, you're talking about um, power and how Peter, just like us, a lot of times felt like he had to do it on his own. And yes. when he came to that point of realizing it wasn't Jesus plus, <laughs> I thought that was kind of an interesting uh, idea because I, I, I saw myself a lot talking about that. Yeah, that's how I do my life. Jesus plus. Yes. Yes, it is. And I think that's that's why I love to put Peter into this. And what we did was we followed the actual scriptures, I said, but we also threw in a lot of the things that we have learned over the last 16 years of doing this men's ministry, Andy. And one of them is that we all of us live in some degree, if we're not careful with Jesus plus it's Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. It's Jesus. But it's Jesus and my job going well. And it's Jesus and my wife or husband doing well. And it's Jesus and my children. If we're talking about the life that is truly life, the joy that we're all seeking, that peace, that shalom, as Jesus would have said, that wholeness, it's only Jesus. And if he is the if he's the if he's the cake, then all these other things can be the icing. And that's fine. But if they're the if all these other things get into the cake mixture, then you're in big trouble. So it's I'm always having to catch myself and say, you know, I don't need anyone but Jesus. I can live a whole life. I like the nice things. I like the nice things, Andy, and I won't. Uh, and I and I and I enjoy nice things. But Jesus is the only only person that's going to fill me up and give me that full life that He promised. Now let's talk a little bit about um, what I think is an interesting process you talk about in the book, see, seek, want, wait. And and it's so powerful. I think let's just, let's, let's do a little bit on each one um, because Mm -hmm. I I think this is an important process. I I had never really heard of this before because, you know, I've, I've, you know, a little bit of my my background, you know, I've been a Christian my whole life, gone to more conservative churches where, you know, there's not a lot of talk about the Holy Spirit. You know, it's there, <laughs> right? But, yeah, but, you're right, right? But and and but but that that's about it. Um, and so let's let's just dive a little bit deeper into this. So um, you talk about this in the book that the process of learning to live with the Holy Spirit follows this progression: see, seek, want, wait. So let's start with see. That that's a. Gr- I'm so glad you zeroed in on that, Andy, because this this is what. This is how it starts, because any anyone listening to us, anyone in our audience today is wondering how how do I I mean, how would I where do I start? How do I learn to lean into the power of the Holy Spirit? And let me say real quickly uh, so that we 
you keep everybody on track. We're not necessarily, matter of fact, I'm not even talking about speaking in tongues and performing miracles and any kind of real Shazam kind of power of the Holy Spirit. Although that may be someone's gift. I'm not discarding that. I'm just saying that what we're really talking about is day in and day out, energy, clarity, and creativity, which we talk about repeatedly in the book, energy, clarity, a newfound sense of energy, a newfound sense of clarity. I see things differently and a newfound sense of creativity. But back to the see, seek, want, wait. All right. the, the first step for anyone that wants to begin this journey is to become aware that the Holy Spirit is real. He is, if you're born again, he is in your heart and he is indwelling you. And, and, and so he, the first step is just to become aware that he's, he's available, that he's real, and that he is someone who is going to work in the details of your life. So we have to start with that whole idea of just becoming aware because we, like you, I was taught about the Trinity. I certainly, I mean, I didn't understand it, but I knew there was a Trinity, but I, no one ever talked about actually day in and day out living with this power that Jesus promised he would, we would have. So we see by keep opening our eyes and realizing that he's real and he's available and he will get into the details of our life. Great. Okay. So now we see. So now how do we seek? Okay. You know, Dallas Willard, one of my favorite authors talks about when Jesus says seek with all your heart, he says, when you seek something, you look everywhere for it. So in the seeking, now that we've become aware in our minds that there is a Holy Spirit, that he is real, that we can live with him and he will get into the details of our life. Now we start to seek him in the details. We start to pull him in to the details of our lives. Cause that really is, I mean, obviously we live in the details of our lives. So we seek him it, in any situation. I'm in, for instance, I'm in a business situation. I used to be in real estate and construction and development and I was going into a very difficult meeting and I did not know how to handle the negotiation. I knew what I wanted, but I didn't think I was going to get it. So I just said, you know, Holy spirit, I'm going to seek you in the middle of this meeting. I'm, I'm going to look for you in the midst of this meeting to help me understand what's the best solution to offer. And, and right in the middle of it, Andy, a uh, thought came in. I suggested it to the opposite party. And he looked at me and said, let's do it that way. It, that's true in relationships. When I have a difficult conversation that I have to have with anyone in a relationship, I start off by seeking the Holy Spirit, looking for him and asking him to come in. So I'm building from seeing him and being aware to now I'm actually I'm looking everywhere for him in every situation I find myself in. And this takes training now. This is why reading the book is so helpful because this won't happen overnight. You follow along with Peter and the apostles experiences and you watch them do it and things go well and then not do it. Take, take over again. Self power takes over and how that you puts them in a ditch. And then they come. So this process of seeing first now seeking and looking everywhere. So good. Great, great. Okay, so see, seek, and then want. And I really thought this was interesting because um, I, I think in my life, I've never wanted the Holy Spirit. And, and, and you say that it's, it's okay to admit that, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's the first step, isn't it? You, 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 almost invariably, Andy, you're going to have to say, uh, Holy Spirit, help me to want you to be involved in my life. Help me. Cause I, I mean, I don't, I can't touch you. I can't see you physically with my eyes. So 
I, I need I, I need for you to help me to want to want you because I don't want you. And, and it's not that I would really any of us would say we want to reject or stiff arm the Holy Spirit. But the bottom line, Andy, is we want it our way. We want things to go our way. And we may be nice people. And the result that we want to go our way is what we think is a good result. But nevertheless, it's our way that we really want. I'll. I think that in many situations, I know the right answer and I know the right solution and I think it ought to go this way. But but what I've learned is, you know what? I really don't know that I know the right thing. And what I want is what he wants. When I followed that, the result is an A plus every time. It's typically not what I expected. Sometimes it is. But his way, my way may have been a F. It may have been a C plus. It could have been a B minus, but it's always an A plus when I want him to get involved in my life. Talking with Sam Hunter, his book's called The Missing Link. And we're going through the uh, four steps, the process to learning to live with the Holy Spirit power. See, seek, want. Okay, so now we've gotten to the last step. Wait, this might be the hardest step for for about anything in life, Sam. It, it, It is absolutely the hardest step, Andy. There's no question that waiting is the hardest step and it goes right back to wanting why won't we wait because we don't want him to be in charge we 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 would say we do but what we really want is our way and if we move quickly we'll get our way or we think we will at least we'll we'll advance our ideas and our solutions or our agenda but waiting and this is the key that unlocks living with the power of the holy spirit and i can put this into every detail over these I really started cluing into this power of the Holy Spirit back in 2011, and then it really kicked into high gear around 2016. And, and now I really feel like I'm, I am living with this power of the Holy Spirit, but it's a constant, a constant reminder to myself, wait, Sam. Now, it may be 30 seconds, so I don't say the first thing that's getting ready to come out of my mouth. It may be 30 minutes. It may be three hours. It may be three days. It may be three weeks. It may be three months and it may be three years. But in in, in any instance, if I'll just wait and let the Holy Spirit move ahead of me, then it is, it is going to go the way that he wants it to go. But that waiting, you know, Peter himself writes in his first letter, humble yourself under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. We'll see. Peter had to learn that due time part of it. Humble yourself under God's mighty power that he may lift you up. God's mighty hand. He's saying, put yourself under his authority, under his control. Let the Holy Spirit move out in front and he will lift you up in due time. Well, we have to want him to be in charge so much. And we're going back to the CC want that we are willing to wait to let him go in front. Now, we have somebody listening to us, Andy, the saying, wait a minute, that's pie in the sky. This, we live in a fast paced world and we, and you can't wait all the time. Well, no, that's true. There are times when you have to move quickly. And, and if you will train yourself to think I'll, I'll be in a meeting and I'll have with a man and he'll say, I, I really need to ask you something really important. And I ha- in my mind, almost invariably, I'll do a quick Holy Spirit. I need your help. Just that quick Holy Spirit. I need your help. And then I'll pause when he finishes his question or his, whatever his problem is. But if I can train myself to say, I'm, I'm just going to wait. And in this fast paced world, yes, there are times when you have to move quickly. But truly, Andy, anyone listening today, if they will admit it, they typically do not have to do something immediately. 
I learned this from my sister years ago that we, we feel like we have to make decisions. And more often than not, we really don't. Not in that moment. We can pause. We can wait and see what the Holy Spirit does. He, when we pause, when we wait, I've seen him in business situations and I've seen him in relationships, relationship situations where he moves out. And he moves to the other party, the, the, the husband or the wife or, my, or the child or the business associate. And you see him opening the door and smoothing the way for you to have the conversation in a way where you don't create more harm than you. you, you know, in other words, we, we, we typically generate more heat than we do light when we won't wait. But if I wait, then he comes in and shines the light into whatever this detail is. And we, I, I've seen it over and over. I've seen the other party respond in a way or even preempt and proactively respond to me before while I'm waiting. And the, and the solution or the resolution or the relationship, it just goes so much more smoothly. So, I, Andy, I'm glad you keyed in on that because th these four steps, see, seek, see, become aware that the Holy Spirit will move in the details of your life, all the details of your life. And that's real. That's not cheerleading. That's real. Then you start seeking him. You start bringing him into these situations and it takes practice and it takes time. And, but you do this more and more. Then you start working on that want factor. Do you really want him to be involved? And you have to be honest with yourself that you probably don't, uh, not at first, <laughs> but after, after you've experienced him and you've been willing to wait, and you see him moving, you start to get the, you know, Paul talks about it in Galatians. He gives almost, he gives three steps. You walk with the spirit. You are led by the spirit. You, you keep in step with the spirit. So you start by just walking day in and day out with the Holy spirit. And soon enough, because you're willing to wait, he gets out in front of you and you are led by the Holy spirit. And as that process proceeds through your life, your experience with the Holy Spirit. The next step is you keep in step with him. And if you can just imagine two people walking in tandem, step by step, almost like military men next to each other with their with their steps being in tandem, you get to where the, the Holy Spirit and you are moving in, in the moment. And you're never you're not stopping to ask him what's your will in this. He's moving at the same time you're moving. And then Peter in his second letter says, talking about the prophets who wrote the scriptures that they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. I really, and I'm just human and I have my faults and I certainly make mistakes and do and things come out of my mouth that I wish they wouldn't and things come into my mind that I wish they wouldn't, but I am more and more being carried along by the Holy Spirit in this sense of energy and clarity and creativity. And that's why I think your, our listeners, your listeners should read this book, The Missing Link, because it, it just walks you through this narrative of Watching Peter, imagine being Peter and the disciples, Andy, and Jesus is gone. Now, what are you going to do next? Hmm. What, what's going to, what are you going to do? You've got your whole life ahead of you. You've, this, you've gone through this dramatic, traumatic event. You've seen Jesus dead. Now you've seen him alive. He tells you as he leaves in Acts 1-8, go back into the city and wait on the power of the, wait on the Holy Spirit. Wait on the Holy Spirit. Well, what is that going to look like? And then you go through Pentecost and now you've got this incredible power that's bubbling up inside of you. What are you going to do with that? How are you going to manage 3000 new converts, if not more? How are you going to step in day in and day out? And 
and, and we go through all these different chapters where we bring up every day, what, what are really every day situations and challenges that we run into that Peter and the other apostles run into. What if the mess of your life is where God is about to do his best work? That's the idea behind Luke Lazon's book called Your Mess Matters. And he'll be in the 30 Second Book Club next week.